Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are, this is Chris, and uh, today we're talking about what people pay for and how to make more money. Sometimes we get the deluded perception that uh, we get paid for our technical skill and that nobody else in the universe could do the job we do. Uh, that is a really, really big, big and false and wrong assumption. Uh, if you're a parent, you're a mother or a father, and you passed away tomorrow in some uh, unfortunate incident, 24 hours later, somebody steps in because nothing's ever missing, just changes in forms, and you get replaced. Immediately, spontaneously. It's not even nanoseconds of time. I, I'm sorry to tell you that. So you think, oh, I'm so important to my kids. I'm so important to my... No. Nothing's ever missing, just changes in form. If you're gone, it gets replaced. It would be replaced by their other partner. It would get by their by their, their father or the mother, whatever's left. Uh, it would get placed by grandma and grandpa. It would get placed by neighbours, by, by each other, the kids. Nothing would be missing except your love. And your love wouldn't be missing because love doesn't die. So uh, there you go. If you think at work you're being paid for your technical skill, uh, you really, really, really need to take a hard look in the mirror because the, the technical skill, it's, it's, it's what everybody expects you've got. So whether if you were gone tomorrow, again, if the universe just flicked its fingers, click like that, uh, and you were not here anymore, uh, somebody else would step into your shoes and within five minutes they'd be doing exactly the same job you were doing, if not better. Technically. So what are you being paid for? And what do you get paid more for? Well, the answer to the question is this. You get paid for doing what you do with a smile on the dial. The degree to which you smile while you're doing your work is the degree to which you'll be paid for it. A person who's not smiling while they do their work is a troublemaker, is a person who's actually grinding through and making everybody around them feel like shit. And when a person makes everybody around them feel like shit because they're not smiling, then everybody's repelled. It's a repulsive, repelling thought because gratitude attracts, uh, ingratitude repels. And so... You get paid for doing the work you do with a smile on your dial. Every single time you stop smiling while you're doing your work, you get paid less. And the likelihood of not being paid at all gets increased. So if you're walking around going, gee, I better take myself really seriously because I'm doing a really serious job and I'm not going to smile because that'll make everybody think I'm really serious. It's not going to work. You get paid more for doing the work you do with a smile on dial because nothing's ever missing, just changes in form. What they can replace is you technically. What they can replace is you skill. What they can replace is you as a person delivering the job on time every time. What they can't replace is the energy you bring it with. And the energy you bring it with is what they're paying it for. They're paying for the smile on the dial. Now, a lot of people think that they can compartmentalize what's going on at home from what's going on at work. So they can be not smiling at home, but smile at work and therefore fake the smile. But the fake smile is actually not a smile on the dial. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a conscious, a real smile, a conscious smile, a smile that really means I'm happy, I'm fulfilled. I'm enjoying doing this. I love the work. And in order to keep a smile on your dial, no matter what goes on around you, you need to be conscious. And that's positive personal change uh, through higher consciousness. The reason that 
we uh, believe in and, and, and commit to and dedicate ourselves to this concept is it keeps a smile on your dial. And that means everything you do as a parent, as a partner, as a friend, as a colleague, as a uh, employee, as a means of production, as a money earner, as a house builder, as a family creator, every single thing you do is woven, has gets woven into it the energy with which you built it. And if you build it with stress, if you build it with disappointment, if you build it with frustration, if you build it with self-pity, if you build it with anger, if you build it with sadness, if you build it with depression, it has depression woven into it. So your kids get depressed, your family gets depressed, everybody around you gets depressed and they'll pay you less at work for being depressed while you work, I promise you. Nobody is going to sit around and tolerate and pay more to an individual who's not got a smile on their dial. Now, I'm not trying to punch depressed people. I'm saying get over it, get conscious. And I'm not talking about depressed people having uh, uh, pills to get over it. I'm talking about evolve through it. And that's conscious living. So consciousness, although it sounds like a really fairy, fairy, fluffy, duffy, Wuffy, puffy, uh, out there in the universe word is not. It's real. It's very, very, very fucking real. It's real. It's right here, right now. It's a smile on your dial. So if you're having an argument with your partner and you've got a smile on your dial, the energy that you're creating is completely different. Now, I've got a client 500 meters away that he's walking towards me. And I can see the look on his face. And it's a frown. The closer he gets to me, the more he smiles. And I say, how's things going? And he goes, oh, great. And I go, well, doesn't feel like that. And he goes, no, no, everything's great. Everything's great. And I say, and it's really hard to get people to own the territory that exists before they meet you. In other words, it's it's almost like forgotten, uh, the forgotten zone, the dark zone, the private. So what I recommend is make your privates public. Walk around with no pants on. Oh, no, I don't mean that. Make your privates public means act in private as you do in public. Act in public as you do in private. Try to uh, bring the smile home and keep it on your face. We know this, some facts. This is what we know. If you're standing on a platform and your little child is on the train, and you're standing on the platform waiting for your kid to arrive or on the air, at, the air, at the airport, let's say you're waiting at the airport and your kid's on a plane and they're being flown from uh, one city to another because you're separated or because they're on holidays or they've been with grandma and grandpa and they're flying in and you're standing at the airport at the gate waiting for them to come off the plane and the plane arrives, it lands, you still don't know exactly what's going on and you're standing at the terminal at the gate waiting for them to come out and it's a five-minute delay between the plane arriving at the uh, gate and people starting to come off the plane. And they're coming off in trickles. And it's five minutes. It feels like an hour. It feels like forever. In reverse, you're standing at the airport and the plane leaves in an hour and you're going to put your kid on the plane. And you really... A, a little bit nervous for the kid because, you know, they're going to be taken by the flight attendant, put on a plane with a little tag on their jacket, and you're going to put them on the plane. And they're going to go and spend their time with your ex or with, with grandma and grandpa, and you're thinking, oh, God, what's going to happen? 
the hour that you're waiting at the airport, you get there early, so every and you're having a little drink with a kid and all that sort of stuff. The hour turns into five minutes. It just goes away. So when we're trying to push things away, time shortens. And when we're trying to attract things forward, time lengthens. So a person with a smile on the dial gets more time in life than a person who is frowning. The person who doesn't want to let go of their kid, the, the hour gets five minutes. So in other words, they're sort of not looking forward to it. They've got a frown on their face and one hour turns into five minutes. They compress time. They shrink time. Life goes rapidly. Things evaporate. And the people around them get the same experience. Everything is just compressing and there's stress and there's tension. But a person who's looking forward to doing something, who's got a smile on their dial, expands time and everything seems to go slowly, which is a gift because we get more time, more experience, more life. A Formula One race car driver who gets in the car is not looking forward to the race. Time is going so quickly that they don't react in time and they probably will cause an accident. The person who loves car racing, who loves winning, who loves the danger of it, who loves being in the race car, who loves the car, who loves the people around them, who's really enjoying the experience, will have a small smile on their face and they will go out and time will ex expand and they will feel like they've got five minutes to go around a corner at 300 kilometers per hour with the g-forces of a rocket uh, jet going to the moon uh, and feel like they've got forever to, to adjust their trajectory. And so a person who goes to work, who's not looking forward to, hasn't got a smile on their dial, compresses time, feels stressed, doesn't, uh, uh, feels unattractive around people. People don't want to be there. People don't want to give them resources and they won't be paid more. The person who's looking forward to their work. Now, if you decide suddenly I'm going to leave my job, that's okay. There's no problem with that. As long as where you are in the job you're in, you've got a smile on your dial because that means they'll send you off with great accolade. And that means the people who are recruiting you into the new job will bring you forward with great accolade and great happiness. Now, you might think the smile on the dial consciousness is a, a, a mental thing, but it's not. It is actually a physical thing. When I work with people who've got some level of stress and anxiety and are not grateful for what they've got and are un, unimpressed with the world that they're in, I ask them to put a pencil horizontally or a pen horizontally across their mouth when they walk through the house. Now, you can look it up on YouTube. You can follow this anywhere you want. By putting a pencil horizontally across the mouth, you force the mouth, the shape of the physical mouth, that without being happy, you're still depressed, put a pencil across your mouth and force the mouth into a smile. It agitates against depression. And, and, and they, what they basically are saying is, if you keep a smile on your dot, you can't get depressed. So you can't be unhappy and thankful at the same time. You can't be depressed and smile at the same time. Do this exercise right now. Look down at the floor, put a frown on your face and look up. Look up to the ceiling, but with your head facing down with a frown on your face. It's such hard work. And now flip it upside down. Look up, look up to the sky, put your head up 45 degrees, put your eyes up to the ceiling, 
and try to frown. It's really hard. So the physiology of self-talk is as important to consciousness and happiness as the psychology of self-talk. So when we're doing the daily routine for a conscious individual, the second step is cellular. It's your body. It's your body awareness. And this includes what you eat, what you drink, and your posture, and your seating position, and the environment, and what you're wearing. But it also includes what you're wearing on your face. A straight back, smile on the dial. That's conscious. So allowing yourself the space. Now, if you, if you are confused about this, try walking around the office or try and walk up to a client without a smile on your face, without a smirk at least a, an inner smile that reflects itself in turned up corners of the mouth. I'm not talking about Anthony Robbins' big teeth but, uh, that he paid extra money to have lengthened so they stick out of his face even when he's frowning. I'm talking about a nice smile, a pleasant smile, a comfortable smile, a relaxed smile. But if you want to show the teeth with Anthony Robbins, there's a thing called teeth extensions you can get for your top teeth that make your top teeth drop down and you can't help but be with your pipe and you can be with smile on your dial. So people see the whites of your top teeth and think, wow, you are happy. You are engaged in what you're doing. And if you've got um, brown cigarette stained top teeth, even when you smile, it doesn't look like a smile. So this is a very important part of engagement at a leadership level is to make sure that you, uh, the look that you present on your face represents a person who's really happy doing what they're doing, enjoying it, no matter what it is. A smile on the dial is consciousness manifest. So we do all the work we do, positive personal change through higher consciousness. We live in higher consciousness. So whatever we do, we do with a smile on our dial. Now, that's huge. The cosmic giggle, being able to see order in the chaos, being able to see balance anywhere, understanding the concept of abundance, evolve your bastard, the concept of harmony in the brain, which is the music that you sing to within your own thoughts and having a vision. These are all universal laws that keep what? They keep a smile on your dial. And who gets paid the most in a business in the world in life? Yep, the person with a cosmic smile on their dial. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.